welcome back to our second episode. Today I've got a special ass guest. She's known me since I was ugly, guys. And this, this is a long time coming. I don't even have photos no. back when I was like, I, that's why I couldn't do a 10 year challenge. Me either. Cause I didn't I, have, I, I, I would take, yeah. take them, bro. No, <laughs> I was just too ugly for all of that. So I've got one of my long time friends, Rebecca Ramallah. Or Becky with the good hair, or the, you know, Becky head, or as you guys know her on my Snapchat as Headmaster. Stop. You know, I got a lot of like inboxes like, who's Headmaster? Who you fucking with? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, <laughs> if you guys only knew that this is literally my best friend for the longest time. I know, bro. She just gives really good head, and that's why I call oh her. Oh my goodness. Headmaster. That name has just been <laughs> way too long. So if y'all want to hit her up, I'll give you guys her Insta. Y'all don't hit me up now. But today, we're going to be talking about, is college worth it? In this new age of Instagram, and you can just sell your clothes on Poshmark, is college really worth it in order to make money and all of that? So I just wanted to start off with, now, are you currently in school right now? I'm taking one class, that's it. So what did you go to school for? Like, what did you major in? What year are you technically? What college did you go to? So when I left high school, I decided to go to community college. I go to Middlesex because mm-hmm. it was cheaper. I didn't want to take loans. So currently, I have no debt. Woohoo! Ow, ow. But my major is finance, and I'm technically a junior, but I don't know. We'll see because I'm taking this semester off, so mm-hmm. I'll resume my classes back in the summer. So what made you take that semester off? It is stress. Like, I just felt mm-hmm. like I'm not the conventional college student. Like, I was, you know, helping my family a lot when I first got into college, and I was dealing with a whole bunch of things, and I wasn't even in, like, a four-year school. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was taking a mixture of online, in-class. Middlesex isn't super... Organized? No, or... like, it's not, like, it doesn't really feel like a college. It kind of just feels like you're going there to do your work and leaving. Got it. So... I always looked at all my friends and like everybody else who was going to the college and be like, oh my god, like my college like experience sucks. Like this shit's awful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that combined with like the pressure of going to work, school, and taking care of people, everything just made me feel like I wasn't focusing on myself and mm-hmm. what I wanted. Yeah. So I just decided like take the semester off and really like take a break and figure out like do you really want to do this major? Do you really want to keep being in school? Like figure right. all these types of things out because school really isn't for everybody. It is not. It really isn't. And I would love to get my degree just do I really want to get it right now? Right. Do I want to continue getting it right now? Do I want to put it off for two semesters or a year? It depends. I remember when I first so at least for me especially and I think for us not only being African, actually definitely, definitely being African, but also being first generation in this country, mm-hmm. I had to go to college. There was like, no the, other choice. They the, literally told you there was no other there's choice. There's no other you choice. You go to school, you get a job. And, and then you pay me back. Like, then, yeah, exactly. You and build then, me a house exactly, in Uganda. Like, that's just what you do. So I, I was, but you know, then again, I also did, I did like the idea of college, so I was never opposed to it. So it didn't make me mad that they made me go. But I think as I started doing college, this is now my third year. I'm in, I'm a junior now, this is my second semester and I like want to kill myself. But as I was going through college, it just did not pan out as I had anticipated. 
for it to pan out. And I think there's a big pressure for everybody to have this whole mark experience in college. You know, you go, you live there, you meet your friends, you have a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. You have classes you like or whatever, whatever. And I was like, first of all, I was a commuter. So I wasn't really living in these places, nor did I want to because these beds... I'm just talking about I've this, fucked on a couple girl. of them. They're not comfy. <laughs> they are not comfy. But, you know, in high school, like, I just wasn't that great of a student anyway. Like, I'm not bad. I'm not a D student. But, like, I'm, like, an average B. If I really apply myself, if I like the subject, I could have been an A student or whatever. So when I was, like, thinking about, okay, what school do I want to go to? I definitely knew I wasn't getting into an Ivy. Maybe if I... Maybe if I fucked an administrator, I probably could have. But probably not. Mm-hmm. But when you were sort of thinking of what colleges you wanted to go to, did you have a specific, like, oh, I want to do this, I want to go here, I want it to be big, I, I want it to be small? was that I wanted to go away. Like, From all home. my schools mm-hmm. were all in California. Like, I was really? like, all Damn, you were trying to get a six-hour flight? I was hour trying flight? to get the fuck out of here. I wasn't even trying to come home. If really. I feel you. Like, bro, like, when people said, yo, college... I had been waiting for a graduation oh of my high God. school. I know. Since, remember? I remember. You remember? I, totally I, I remember. Hate, anyone that knows me since I was a kid who is no longer standing, only her, knows that I hated, hated fucking school. Because I just, I, the people, I fucking grew up in Andover, super white ass place. I know. And North Andover. You had hella racist. Had and mad I, racist. Yeah, yeah. I barely had friends. I fucking hated the school. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, graduation, I'm out. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to these nice places I've been to. I had been to San Diego a bunch of times. My African parents are not fucking with that. None they were that. like, where do you want to go? of that. Got into all my schools and they still said no. You can't go. Can you imagine? Dead ass. Even the really? one in Suffolk, they were like, that's too far. I was like, <gasps> Suffolk University? <laughs> it's on the green line. If you don't have African parents, let me tell you, they think you'll get shot just just, just, by just breathing. Living. Just breathing. They're like, you'll get shot, You're you'll get too mugged. Much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You'll go to parties, you'll do drugs. And I'm like, okay, I feel like students now. do the worst type let of drugs. Let me tell you. Like, honestly. Let me tell you. Shout out to y'all Ivy Leagues that are But there are a lot of people because it's the stress. They're doing it because of the stress. It is the stress. I I always, I had this misconception, I think a lot of people do, that college is stressful because of the work alone. And of course the work is stressful, especially during finals and whatever. But just the cultural change of having to be around people 24-7 and, you know, relationships with professors, relationships with roommates and just regular people in your day-to-day. Because in high school, you saw them for X amount of time. Maybe you had an after-school program or sport. And then you went home and you were able to be back in your domain and your peace. But here, you're with these niggas all fucking day. And that in itself is like an extra layer of, of stress. But when you were talking about applying, when I was applying, now I had... Ever since I was like in the, I think eighth grade. Remember when I wanted to go to FIT? Yeah. For fashion, right? FIT, I'm Parsons. Yes, <laughs> All I wanted to do was be a stylist, and I was like, oh my god, I want to go to a school in New York, blah blah blah. blah. And I remember the junior year of high school, I went on a trip with my sister to Cape Cod, literally Cape Cod, 40 minutes from here, mm-hmm. and more like an hour and 40. And we were, like, at this Indian restaurant or whatever, and my dad called me, and he was like, hey, um, how do you attach 
like a document to an email and I was like oh my god dad I was like okay so click on the little clipboard thingy the little paper clip and then go to files and whatever whatever he's like oh okay thanks I'm like okay and like I just started crying I swear to god we're there in the middle of eating you know chicken masala and I started fucking crying and she's like when I get you good and I was like away from home I was like I miss home like I I get really weird homesickness like even if I'm out of mass even if I'm in New Hampshire I'm like oh I miss home I miss Boston I miss Cambridge I miss Mass Ave like I get super homesick because if I didn't go to school in New York I definitely wanted to go to school in Savannah they have a really great art school down there I wanted to go to Scott. I wanted to go to Savannah because like I just loved the countryness of it. I went to school in the city. I had mad kids in my class. So I kind of wanted a small school that was a little more suburban because I didn't want to deal with you know the city life. And I was like, oh my god, I, I can't go far away from home. I was like, I need to be home because like my dad, he needs me. The, the poor man. <laughs> he needs me to help him attach things to emails. <laughs> How am I gonna do that if I'm like a thousand miles away? And then also, I was afraid, I didn't want to go to a school that was too expensive for them. You know, like you have, it's weird, like like you have that like financial responsibility. And like sometimes your parents, if they really feel like you want that, they're willing to do whatever for you to go to that school. But I was like, they've already paid for two colleges already. I was like, if I go here, it's mad money. What if I don't even end up doing fashion? I didn't end up doing fashion anyway because I switched out of that major. I was like, oh, I don't want to put them in that financial bind. It was just too much. Was, oh my God, guys. So that was a whole other thing. So for you, you were saying the qualities you were looking for in a college was just, it just needed to be far away from It home. needed to be far because, I mean, at that time, mm-hmm. me and my family, we were just not going to go. I was just like, okay. But it was the whole first generation. Like, I, I've always just been a very opposing person. Right. You know this. Like, you I, I don't I don't give a fuck. Like, if it's just like, if very I don't, difficult. if I don't want to be something, I just don't want to be something. But of course, I was still forced to, you be know, something. be yeah, something yeah. and go to thing. And I think that's why it led to me feeling like, okay, I haven't had control over my entire college experience like I've been looking at my friends and envying the fact that you know they go to college they went off they made new friends and I had to stay home and like you know take care of babies and stuff and then I also couldn't stand the fact that I was living at home when people were out there living you know having their own freedom and doing that and it's like also I just couldn't stand the fact that I was just you know I felt like I was missing life that whole like FML fear of missing out and shit Mm -hmm. that's really how I was feeling because in high school because I didn't mess with people, because I didn't fuck with people, I never went to parties, I didn't do all that. So the whole social aspect of it, I was trying to go to a whole different place. Because I'm sorry, but Massachusetts, like, it's like, it's like once you live it's here, it's whatever. You don't care. Like, all the people blend, everyone yeah. got a problem. It's whatever. But I was like, Everybody I want to just meet new people, new faces. And it's not diverse here. Maybe not- where you where you live, yeah. But where I live, no, let me tell and you know Absolutely what? Not. People used to, teachers used to tell us that in high school. They were like, you guys are so lucky you go to school in Cambridge and you have such a diverse high school because once you leave, it's so bad. It's so bad. And it's yeah. just a whole other world. And I feel like I also wanted to go to somewhere that was diverse because, I mean, you know, it would be nice to be around other black girls and yeah. other black guys yeah, yeah. and not 
self-hating yeah people because like i dealt with a lot of that too so i just wanted a whole new like outlook like i really wanted like, to go there and really change my just name wanted college to be what it was yeah. what it's advertised what it's advertised to, to be. be but then when i really like was in the thick of it i'm like honestly college isn't like what it's advertised to be everyone has a very unique college experience very like i had to realize that even the people that are in the dorm that are having the college experience I want, half of them don't even, you know, want it or they're not happy with it or they're fed up. Mm-hmm. And then they're in the hole with mad money that they oh can't God. pay. Yeah. So I just had to realize, okay, let me take a break before I take the jump to another school, before I got to pay these loans, before I don't know if mm-hmm. this is exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's important to take a breath. Because you can always take your classes in the summer. You can always add on one class a semester if you want. Because just giving you that extra clarity will make you feel like you yeah. can take on the because workload. As when you think about it, from the moment we've been in kindergarten or whatever, we've been school, 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 school. Mm-hmm. So you get used. I like at some point I felt like I was just like a sheep and a herd. Like I was just moving through the motions, and I realized. So when I first got to college, I was a fashion merchandising major. And it was so many math classes, I wanted to kill myself. So then I switched over to fashion communication, which is just more geared towards, it's just a, more, there's more writing, which I'm good at. And I did it for a while, and quickly I realized, I don't care about these fashion classes. I don't want to do this anymore. But I was like, I'm already in too deep. I've already switched it one time. If I switch it again, people are going to think, I don't know what I want. How am I going to explain this? And then there was the whole issue of not graduating on time. And we were talking about that earlier, how people are so stuck on, like, class of 2020, like, you got to graduate, or people think that, like, you're stupid or you're wasting time or whatever. And I was like, I can't do that. Like, I got I to gotta get a degree by 2020, period. And then I was realizing, hmm, money is a real thing. And life is a real fucking thing. Once you graduate, my nigga, you got to be able to use that. And I was like, I... It's not that I'm not going to be able to use that. I didn't want to use that because I didn't want to get stuck in a job that I didn't like. Yeah. You know, because I have this thing. And I was like, okay, let me graduate with a fashion communication degree and then I'll just go, you know, get my master's and what I really want. And it's like, why would you waste all that time and money? Mm -hmm. Why not get what you actually want in the moment? And it was so terrible. Like, I literally just did it today. I just switched over my major to communications and public relations. But it took me a while to get to that point where I was like, fuck what everybody else is saying, the opinions of everybody else. You have to do what you want to do with your life. So, like, when you were deciding that you wanted to take a semester off, were you scared about the oh reactions, especially Bro. from your mom? Were you scared about Bro. that? My mom, that's the first thing. Because my brother was the first person mm-hmm. that really you know, talk me into, because ending my first semester, I was going through a lot of my own shit mm-hmm. on top of school, and I was working five days a week during the fucking holiday season, I wanted to oh, kill God. myself, and I was doing a bunch of things, and I remember all I would do, like, in my free time was just cry, because I was so stressed, mm-hmm. and, like, I wasn't really, you know, I was also going through some things with, like, you know, friends and shit, and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, bro, like, everything's hitting at once. Right. I can't do this right now. Facts. And, like, I literally, that during finals week, like, I literally was doing my final, and I literally was like, I fucking hate this shit right now. Yeah. I hate this shit me so yeah. much. And yeah. my brother called me, and he was just talking to me randomly, and he's like, did you ever think about taking this semester off? Because I feel like that might help you. Like, if you feel stressed, just take it off. And I was like, but my mom, like, she's going to be... So, yo, like, my mom is the first person that comes to my head. Like, 
what is Oh yeah, my dad mom? is the first person. I was like, oh my god, my dad. Yeah. No. You know? I was like, forget <laughs> my dad. I was just like, my mother? She's yeah. gonna be like, but my mom is literally just like, bro, she said the same thing to me. She's like, everyone thinks college you're supposed to finish it for. Some people finish it in five or six years. And she literally is like, take this time to live your best life and see what you really want. Do what you want to do. Because it's so much better for you to take these six months off, save your money. And especially in a time where if like if you're still fortunate where your parents are still helping you out, take the time to take the break. And then when you go back, you're saving yourself from potentially graduating with a degree that you might not even find a job in because you're not even enthused to look. Then you're just sitting there. Yeah. Because the reality will set in like, well, fuck, I have to do this job. It is not just the classes. Or like, fuck, I have these things that I got to pay, these loans I got to pay for, so I got to use this. Exactly. Because that starts weighing up on you Mm -hmm. really quickly. How am I going to pay back my loans? How Mm -hmm. am I going to do that? So I'm just, I keep thinking like, damn, I don't want to get out of college and hate what I do. Yeah. Because all I ever do is people who hate what the fuck they do and who constantly tell me, I like every old person I've told I'm taking the semester off has literally been like I wish I did it because they're like I wish I took a breath because what I'm doing now is not what I wanted to do I don't want to be fucking miserable I don't and you know what I think that's something that you and I really share and some people might think it's called being stubborn but we really cannot do things that we don't fully feel no if I'm not a hundred percent into something I won't and I'm it. I, I I can't literally, even buy can't something if I'm 100% into it. I'm literally just like, why am I spending my money on this if yeah, I don't even like, like it? Yeah, like, I can't. I think because for so long when we were younger, we were forced to we do things. We were settling. It. Like, people were telling yeah. us what to do left and right. Left and it right. Was, like, what you were supposed to look like as a kid, how you were supposed to not, and if you fucked that up in any way, which we did. I don't oh. know if you knew. We were, like, well, the global <laughs> fuck-ups. We like, have another podcast oh, for that one. Best what? History. 10 plus years of history, bro. It's ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. We were really social pariahs, but... We were some horrible kids. We were. We were some <laughs> bad kids. I can't... But, like, it wasn't all that it was made up to be. I think mm-hmm. if we weren't first generation and we didn't have all that pressure, that we pressure, wouldn't feel like yeah. this now. But shit that really does happen when you're younger comes back to bite you. You're not yeah. feeling like you have control. You're feeling like you have, like, no say really makes you feel like you want to defy against this and you want to take your semester off. You don't want to yeah. take But... Then you remember, okay, there's people in the background that are going to be like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to fail, you're going to do this. And then they put that fear into you. And there's just, I don't know, it's just a lot of stress. It is a lot of stress because I think also we just saw too many people who are not living their best lives. We used to see so many miserable people. And all I the was African like, people we knew, all they I do like, is, what do they do to CNA, LPN, they, hate, they like, hate it. They hate it. And I think a lot of parents, of course, want you to go in a more financially stable career. But sometimes, if that's not what, like, God bless you if you're African and you actually love being a doctor. And you actually that's love great. being a lawyer. That's and great. you love being an engineer. That's great that you love your job. glory be to you. But for those of us who didn't necessarily want that career choice... It was hard because we had to, especially me when I told my dad I wanted to go into fashion. So I have three older sisters. Two of them graduated. And Dana, my dad forced her to do nursing at Regis. She dropped out like two years later, right? And then she went back to school at UMass and she did criminal justice, which she had always wanted to do. Cuckoo went to Dartmouth. This time he let her do what she wanted. Cuckoo went to Dartmouth for computer bullshit. I don't know. 
And then she graduated. It took her a while to get a job after. And she's a great student and she she did, she did everything right, but it just, you know, the economy is fucked up. So sometimes you don't get a job. So it took her a while to get a job that she wanted. She got it and then she stopped it. She was like, this isn't the passion that I have anymore. She was like, I've just always liked it, but it wasn't like a passion of mine. What I'm passionate about is helping people. So now she's a life coach. So I was sitting here like, wait, it's not like I have sisters who have gone to school and then stayed with what they went to school for. So my dad isn't like new to the fact of kids wanting to be radical and changing their thought. And I was like, why am I putting so much fucking pressure on myself to meet a deadline or to be in a certain school or to keep doing a certain thing when I know like I wasn't fucking with it. But like, you know, you go to your parents and like you, we actually sometimes don't give them enough credit because we think they're going to be like, no, no, no. Like the way your mom was saying like, oh, I was so shook. I guess I told her when I came home drunk after my 21st birthday. (laughs) And I guess we had a whole long, because I told my brother, I'm like, you need to take me and pick me up. So he brought me home, and we had a whole long conversation. Mm -hmm. And my mom the next day was like, that's the best conversation we ever had. And she's like, oh, and like, I don't know if you remember, but you did tell me you want to take a semester off. And I'm just like, oh, shit, fuck, Mm -hmm. how'd that go? Because I don't remember the whole conversation. I was surprised I even had the balls to talk to my mom drunk. And then she's like, no, like, I think you were very honest. Like, that's probably the most honest you've ever and wanted to be to me. That's what I realized. That's all and it parents changed her so much. My birthday was a couple weeks ago. Like, just being that open changed her a lot. Like, I don't think, like, we're 20, 21 years old. If you're not 21, you're already, if you're not older. I mean, there's no reason to feel like you need to lie. Because it's your want, life. They just want you to be honest. And if you and they want you to be doing something. Like, as long as you got a plan. <laughs> like, if I, I'm sure if I went to my mom and I was like, Mom, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to drop out. I'm going to chill at home. No, I was like, all right, like, I'll get a job in Boston because I know I want to work in Boston so I can mm-hmm. work. I'll take one class so I don't completely fall off mm-hmm. and, like, get disinterested completely because I can right. see myself doing that. Mm-hmm. And I'll keep up and I'll pay for it myself. It's like you got to take your own responsibility of the action yeah. you're choosing anyways. And that's all they want is for you to be honest and for you to actually, actually, <laughs> my accent, I try so hard to hide it. No, and all they really want for you to is to actually be happy and just, like, not waste your time like even more than money it's time like i'm getting old as fuck i had told myself that i was supposed to be married by 24 and then have my kids at 27 i'm now 21 about to be 22 in a couple of months i don't even have a boyfriend (laughs) where the fuck am i gonna find my husband in the next two years you get what i'm saying so it's like we set up such unnecessary like deadlines for ourselves and then life really like it's like nope mm-hmm. it's like oh so you, you thought, thought sis. but no, absolutely not absolutely and that's not. fine that's fine like even though it's like a curveball I feel like that's a good thing cause I feel like last Great year character. I went through so many things with school and so many other things where I was just like damn I feel like this shit's breaking the fuck out mm-hmm. and you just feel like it's not even worth it because at all and to bring it back to the subject is, is college worth it you're like you go on Instagram and you're seeing people making money that are our age that are our, that age. Are our age making millions and millions. you're just like bro you get millions from how you look or you get millions from your YouTube channel however the fuck they're doing it you're just like alright you have so much pressure like damn these people make all this money and then maybe what? you know like a couple few people that did graduate from college and they are doing well and you're like well fuck look at me 
I don't even know what the fuck I want to do with my major. Yeah, I don't even know if I still want to do this. And you're you start you get lost in the into this idea. And I think, like, I was watching this documentary actually on influencers on on Netflix, and it like made me really sad because these people to live that type of life where your money comes from likes and you know sponsorship and stuff. It is so stressful, you know. And it's so... Because you constantly have to create content that constantly. people are going to want. And how do you... I can't... I don't even... Y'all, I haven't posted on Instagram in two years coming up. <laughs> I cannot even imagine what it feels like to have to create exactly. a new post, take Every a new flip, day. new outfit, new get this, look a different of way. Get so like, can get a sponsor. So you can paycheck, so you can do this. Like, it's like... Mm. It's really, it's really stressful. And there's only one, it's one of those one in a million. Like, of course, we know a lot of influencers, but like the ones that are truly, truly successful, the ones who can actually be like, yeah, I can retire and and call it a day are few, you know, are far and few. So, you know, you sit there in your class and you're like, I'm going to be in so much debt. And then you see, you know, whomever and you're like, wow. They're making money because they're selling some fucking sneakers, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the company is sponsoring them. And you feel like it's just not worth it anymore. You're like, who needs this? Let me just pick up my Instagram. Let me start a podcast. Let me start a YouTube page. And I'll just make money off of that. You just like, really can't. I feel like at this at this age, everybody, like, we look around at everybody else. It's like a social competition. Like, once you get to college, it's like a life competition. Like, who is doing better at life fastest? Mm-hmm. And it's like... Who really cares? Because I promise you, whoever the fuck you think is doing life the fastest, they got their own problem. Yeah. That is just not seeing like, okay, maybe they did get the job. Maybe they did get this. But at the same time, maybe they have debt you have no fucking idea about. Maybe mm-hmm. they have $200,000 of college mm-hmm. debt. Mm-hmm. I know someone who has that much. Mm-hmm. She's stressed. Oh I look at her like, that sucks. That really sucks that because that's terrifying. why I stopped envying everybody else's college experience. Yeah, I'm like, there is no college no experience idea. that doesn't come with a struggle. There is no college experience that doesn't come with its own problems, especially when you have to, you know, go from as you said, being in your own area, being in your own space, to mm-hmm. consistently living around people who half of them don't know how to like work with others they don't know how to coordinate they don't know how to be organized i can't imagine so when i started coming around colleges and really seeing like rooming situations and housing and the drama and the this i'm like this shit look like extra high school and i'm all set i'll keep doing what i'm doing i I feel more in high school than i've ever felt even when i was because it's so easy to get lost in the bullshit of everything and it's just the and then you you start talking you start this and then it's like you feel like i don't know that's why i don't do it anymore because i just be feeling like i'm going backwards instead of forwards i can't Mm -hmm. college is just um it's an acquired taste it's definitely acquired taste i definitely think that the people i knew who took a gap year right after school are so much more clear about what they want to do maybe they worked on projects you know i knew some people that went overseas and did like some work over there i feel like just doing a project of your own during this time just making sure you're doing something for yourself is really important Mm -hmm. because that can also be like a way to keep your passions alive because i feel like we get so lost like imagine you are that kid whose parents are forcing you to be the doctor or the nurse or the lawyer and you have absolutely no other passion. All you're doing is school. That sucks. That's really There's just so many like situ- college situations where I think about that. I'm like, 
there are people who are out there who are going through this shit too. Mm-hmm. And everyone thinks that no one else is. That's the crazy part. Everybody thinks everyone everyone's else having thinks fun. everyone's having fun. Everybody knows exactly oh what they're doing. They're all gonna graduate on time. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. And it's like and everyone's like this no. person got this internship and I'm not taking an internship this year and I'm not gonna get a job and I'm not gonna do this. Like you never Those thoughts know. go whenever whenever I'm in class, especially this week because we, we just came back on Tuesday. And we're going around us, you know, people are like, oh yeah, I mean, I did an internship overseas or like whatever I did, you know, people studying abroad. I wanted to study abroad and it just didn't fit in my schedule and the things, and I'm constantly changing my majors. So it, it just didn't work out for me. And I was like, oh my God, they did an internship. I want to do an internship. Will I get an internship? Am I going to get a job after this? What am I going to do? Am I going to be a mini Lux for the rest of my life? Maybe I'll just become a manager there and just be, and I'm like, no, because when I was in middle school and when I was in high school, all my all of my teachers were always like, "Oh, Ashley, you're gonna do great things, you know, blah blah blah. You have so much potential, all of this." And then I was like, not that I was a big fish in a small pond, because I went to school with kids who are now going to Harvard and places. So I definitely wasn't like top tier, but like going from a place where people were constantly supporting you and were telling you that like, "No, you're great, you're great," blah blah blah, and like. You know, they weren't lying. I am great. <laughs> but <laughs> to come to a place where you're, like, constantly being shitted on, and, you know, and professors are like, mm, no, this paper was, professors like, don't was a, a C-. minus, And you're like, but I used to get A's. Like, what's I going know. on, you know? You're, you're just, you feel fucking discouraged, and you're like, I don't really want to do this shit. College can, especially if you meet, like, an awful professor. Oh, my God. An awful professor. Horrible who, professor. Who literally will stand in front of the class and be like, no one gets an A in this class. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, bitch, then. Where to set the standard? Where like, to set my standard to probably like a C I minus? Hate that. Like, I hate when they say that. Also, I hate when they say, um, fuck, what is it? If oh, whether or not you're here, I get paid. Like, bitch, I know. <laughs> fuck you. No one got paid like, tuition. Who the like, are fuck you dumb? Cares? Like, okay. Okay. You should know that if I'm not here, I still paid. So you don't need to be worried. That's why I really be telling <laughs> It's like, it's Because such... I hate that. They say that, and then you'll say that back, but then they'll be like, attendance is mandatory on two points. I'll be like, do it up. That's fine. Yeah, I really have, like, I've let college stress me, but that's something I haven't let stress me is these professors. Because mm-hmm. they're some assholes, bro. For real, for real. I feel like I've horrible. met a lot of, of dickhead professors at Middlesex. They hate their lives, they're interim teachers, they're part-time. I'm just like, where is the support for these kids? Like, damn. Because a lot of professors are sad. A lot of them are sad. They don't really discourage the fuck out of you from even doing what you want to do. Like, they're not inspiring at all. They're just like, yeah, it's either pass or fail. You know what? And like, I had one great teacher. I had a lot of great teachers in high school, but I have one that I keep in contact with, and she's just been a huge inspiration for me. But here, I haven't found any Do you know how professors. hard it was for me to get find, figure out who I wanted to write my letter of recommendation for my transfer? Really? Because I was like, you literally, you come to class, you sit there, no one talks to each other, no one's social, and that's hard for me because I'm super social. So I always want to be like, hi, who are you? Like, what's your name? Blah, right. blah, blah. I just want to know who's around me. But no one will speak together. It's a professional lecture. Everyone will go home. And then you're just like, okay, what connection did I make with your professor? Like, I feel like it's just about coming to class, 
getting the grade and leaving. Like, there is no connection. There is no inspiration. There is no them telling you, oh, yeah, I used to do this, but, you know, not ended up as a teacher. Like, have you been this miserable person your whole life? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Like, no. And it bleeds through. It definitely your teaching. Through. And, like, they think, you know, we're dumb and we don't notice. I'm going to get... Because I, I know all y'all have definitely taken a class where you know you would have done better had that professor not been stupid. Oh like, so yeah, many no professors idea. set things up and they have all the kids fucking up. And then let's say that was a big class you needed. Like, I remember I took stat and I fucked that class up. Like, it was awful. Everyone did bad. The teacher, I'll never forget asking her, can you explain this? And she said she didn't know how to. I just looked at her. No. Like, all right, I see what this is going to be. And you bust your ass and you bust your ass. And then, like, when I got a bad grade in that class, even though I knew I had done my hardest, I was so upset. And because it was such a big class I needed, it just set me on the whole, like, all right, college is just looking like a big fuck no. Because if if teachers are going to make it harder, then it needs to be. Then it needs to be. And I met so many professors that made, like, they made it so difficult. They made meeting hours difficult. Some of them didn't even have office hours. And I'm like, how am I supposed to come ask you? Like, they didn't care. They didn't care. So if you have a lot of people around you and you go to a shitty school where no one else gives a fuck, how are how are you gonna give how a are you fuck going to? to do? Yeah. Because you're not gonna be the one shining light mm-hmm. that's at that school. Definitely not. No. No. Oh my god. It's it's really it's, it's depressing. I definitely do not do you regret going to school? What do you mean? Like do you regret having gone to college the time that you went? No, I don't regret not, I don't regret going to college. I regret letting my parents influence me mm. into not going. Because everyone at the time was telling me, you can go, you can go, they'll get over it. And I see that now. They would have gotten over it had I went. They would have definitely been like, you know, Had you gone to Cali? Had I went to wherever I wanted right. to go. But it's just, that's the one thing I regret because I feel like now... I wish I, you know, would have went away, made some different friendships than here. Because, like, I'm kind of, like, stuck with the same people I knew. Mm-hmm. And I just, I want to see new faces. Mm-hmm. But then when you do, it's... <laughs> it's, like, it's, oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's like, it's like, okay, like, interesting. I just wanted to go far away where I knew there was, like, more talent, more things to do, more people who are interested in art and fashion and not just fucking their Lululemon, bro. I didn't, I didn't care anymore. I was so over <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck Lululemon. I was so over it. Like, I was so over sorry, but looking at white people all the time. Like, Facts. I'm always tired of I'm, I'm so over it. Like, I'm just like, I wanted to go to, you know, just, just, just so much more diverse areas. So I do regret that part of my life because even now I'm like, okay, for my master's, now right i have no excuse i have mm-hmm. to go wherever the fuck i want to go i know because yeah you want your life to start too and i don't think i wanted to start in massachusetts truly and honestly yeah i was like <laughs> for the record i love massachusetts i do not love massachusetts, I love massachusetts but had i grown boston. up in boston had i grown up i yeah, tell yeah. this to people a lot because i meet a lot of i love massachusetts boston people <laughs> and i feel like you guys need your own like little parentheses yeah. because did you grow up anywhere that isn't boston or you're not white <laughs> Because, like, white people love Massachusetts. Like, white, white people, people count Massachusetts like crazy. Massachusetts. Like, Massachusetts is so fucking great. And I'm like, that's nice. 
But if you live anywhere else, you're just like, get me the fuck out this shithole, bro. Deadass. Get me the fuck out this place. Because you just see how awful this state is for its real true self. Let me tell you, I did not know, and this is coming up on another episode that I'm doing, but I did not know race until I came to college. And me as a black woman, first of all, and also an immigrant, but I went to a very diverse high school. So there was millions of people of different cultures. So we didn't really, you know, deal with that over there. A little bit, but it wasn't big. But here, coming to a predominantly white college in a very predominantly white neighborhood, you know, I've seen so many racial issues happen on campus that are just like, yo, what the fuck is Massachusetts? We are not this huge liberal state. I feel like, only like metropolitan Massachusetts is liberal, but if you go if you go out anywhere west, else, if you go anywhere that isn't Boston, if you go mm-hmm. north, if you go west, oh, girl. if you go anywhere that anywhere. isn't there, you, you will literally encounter the worst type of people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's 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 a big thing too coming into college, mm-hmm. being a black woman. Oh my! Because God. I feel like like I was you see ask you, you that. yeah. Like I'm a black woman that grew up around predominantly white people. Mm-hmm. I was disrespected, bro. When I y'all, if I could just tell you the stories that these assholes, things that they did to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, as a black woman who grew up in a predominantly white area, have a completely different look on how I was going into college versus like someone like you who grew up around like millions of different faces, sees lots of black people, was in the city. Like when I went to college, had I gone here, I would've just been like, oh yeah. Like it's whatever. It completely shook me. I wasn't surprised seeing so many white people because even though we were very diverse, it was predominantly white at French. And I see white people at work. I've always been around white people, but it was the ignorance that they had and just and I don't know if it has to it's definitely progressed more now I think definitely because we have Trump in office but people they just say whatever and they're so ignorant mm-hmm. just the ignorance was what shook me I was like oh my god these white people are crazy that's I grew up around that ignorance so much that that's that's really what like was like Mm-hmm. I can't go to school in Massachusetts. That was another big really? reason why I would not go to college in Massachusetts. I never thought about race because, when I was going. And I feel like I feel like that's such a big thing because I feel like some people meet me and they're like, "Why is like race such a big thing to you?" And I'm like, "Race, race is such is a big thing. thing to me because I, for so long, I've been in white school since I was ten. I'm 21. I just graduated college at high school at 18." That's a very long time to be around just white people, around black people that hate themselves and want to mm. assimilate, around, you know, just people who shit on you constantly. And it really is, like, black women because, like, you know, the guys have a completely different narrative. Oh, my complete, God. I'm sorry. The guys oh have my a God. completely different narrative. Sis, I swear. I, I really feel like... That's I a sh- whole other conversation. I tried, but... I should have had a guy here because the... The black boy experience in college is so, not even college. Just if you're in Massachusetts in yeah. and you're a black guy and you go to a predominantly white school, you might have a good time. Especially you gon' you gon' you know, have you're a gonna good have time. a good time because all the white boys want to be your friend. Yeah, everybody wants to. Fuck you. Yeah, everybody wants to fuck with you, and it's the same thing when you get to college. Like everybody it doesn't matter if you do a sport at that point too. Like everybody, everybody just wants to fuck with you. If you're cool, if you're a cool black nigga, like, yeah. Everybody but if you come you. here, like, mm. coming to call, I didn't want to have to deal with, oh, who the fuck is going to be my friend again? And, oh, like, are the dudes going to like me? Like, are this? And, like, I still deal with it. That's why I was so hell-bent on, like, I need to get the fuck out of here because people have been viewing me as so different 
just for being mm-hmm. myself, just did for you, being a black when woman. You were, when you were in classes, mm-hmm. did your race ever play a role in the way that you answered questions mm-hmm. and how often you would answer questions? Oh, yeah. When we'd have, like, all the top, the black people topics, you know what I'm saying? The stupid slavery and this and that. Not saying slavery is stupid, just saying when they would come <laughs> up with, you know, all these right, topics, right. the generic black people topics, mm-hmm. they can't talk about shit else, but mm-hmm. slavery. Mm-hmm. They'd always be like, oh, Becky, how do you feel? And I was like, why me? Why don't you ask yourself how you feel? Because it's your ancestors. How do you feel that your people enslaved me? And I would say that. And it it was really, it was an awful place to be because I was just someone who didn't know how to shut up. I was yeah. someone who literally not shut up as in I can't stop talking. Just as in like if you think you're gonna make gonna me feel uncomfortable, back. I will definitely make you feel uncomfortable because I will press you. Mm-hmm. I because I don't care because I grew up being pressed by these white people. They were constantly trying to try me. So like I, I like I always developed a thick skin, and it was so annoying, sometimes embarrassing, sometimes yeah. very humiliating to have to have these conversations and have to deal with these things. Cause like. You know, I went from a school where I'm like, fuck, nobody asked me to prom because I was black. Nobody wants to be my boyfriend because I'm black. No one wants to be my friend because I'm black. And they would tell me these things. And then I didn't want to go to college and have to live like the misery and the shit that I was going through a whole four years again. So that's why I was like, no. Mm -hmm. Massachusetts is apps. Because I knew this mostly PWIs. They are. What school honestly isn't a PWI? We don't even have like we don't have HBCs no at all and and we don't even have schools that are like you know that 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 mix like crazy like Like it's coming on the come up maybe but no so I looked at every single school and I saw it as my high school I saw it as everything I went through and I was like I'm not gonna be not myself and not treated good Mm -hmm. just because I don't look a certain way or just because I don't act exactly when I was in now I've never been a shy person per se when it comes to class if I know something I'm gonna raise my hand but like I realized that I was sort of suffering from that race suffering from my race because I would be in class and the fashion program is not very diverse and that's an issue we have here at LaSalle but so I would be the only black girl in like a room full of white girls right and like the t- professor would ask a question or whatever and I would know the answer but I would not raise my hand even though nobody else raised their hand I would not raise my hand and I would let it just be silent why because I didn't want them to think I was too smart or really it's crazy I didn't want them to think I was too smart and I also didn't want them to think that I I thought I was too smart or I didn't want them to th- you know well, like why though why do you have that feeling because I I think I thought that they would think that I was like a fraud or something or they would be like she thinks she's bad it was I want I just didn't want to make them uncomfortable you didn't want to make them uncomfortable I didn't want to make them uncomfortable so I wouldn't answer questions because I knew all the answers and I was like and all of them were like super shy you know because either you know and this was more so during like freshman year sophomore year so they're all kind of like understanding themselves or whatever and nobody would answer the questions and I would love to have discussions with professors but I was like if it was a predominantly white class, I wouldn't. But if it was like mixed, I would. I, I you know, I didn't mind. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to make them uncomfortable. And I didn't want them to think that I thought I was too smart, or I didn't want them to view me as competition. I was like, I kind of want to stay out of everyone's view and just yeah. let me be the black girl I in the back. Definitely, yeah. I think you know? like college is stressful for so many different ways. But I definitely think like if you if you grow up here, if you did go through that, 
going into college as a black girl in Massachusetts also will make you feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. It'll, it, it might add to the stress. It might yeah. not because it does play a big dynamic because, I mean, I know a lot of black people who chose to go out of state. Most of the black people I know went out of state. They went really? to more predominantly black schools. Damn, so I wish I, like, I tried to go, but back then I, I still wanted to do fashion and a lot of Yeah, then they don't, don't have, have a strong thing, so it's like, yeah. whatever. No, I hear that part. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's also like there's only so many. You go to a predominantly white school and it's like, all right, you're forced to the friends that you have because they're black. I swear to God, I don't have any white friends. Be- and I've never had white friends because it's like I'm just more comfortable exactly you know? so it's like but then that sucks yeah. too and that yeah. sucks molding your college experience because yeah. I'm sorry like just cause we're all black and just cause you're black that doesn't mean I want to be friends with you yeah and then I feel like that's why I've seen lots of drama cause like what the fuck else are you gonna do <laughs> go now start being friends with the white with girls, girls that you were never friends with that you have no talk about thing. talk the about one, what the one white girlfriend that I had she was fucking crazy. We'll, you know, we'll have a whole podcast on interracial friendships. I wanted to do one on relationships, but I'm going to do one on friendships because this bitch was wild, crazy. <laughs> but yeah, like it really does play a role in the fact that like you, like for me, I didn't want to bother anybody. I didn't want to come off a certain way or be pretentious. But then also it's like on the flip side, I never felt like I could just have like a fuck up. Like, I always thought, like, if I didn't pass in an assignment or if my assignment wasn't good enough, it was like, oh, God, it's because she's black. She's just another black girl. Like, of course. You know what I'm saying? No, I had that feeling, too. I had that feeling a lot in my classes. I feel like that's why in Andover, especially, I felt so much pressure Mm -hmm. because I was always like, damn, I'm the only. I'd be the only black kid. Mm-hmm. For miles in my classes. Yeah. And I would always feel like, damn, I'm the one that got the bad grades. So it's like, she's probably like... They, they think I'm dumb or, oh, think, of course, yeah. oh, she's lazy or whatever. Yeah, and exactly. I was like, can I just have, like, a bad day? Exactly. And it just be a bad day. Yes. Like, it doesn't have to represent everybody else. Or, you know, the judgment you already have mm-hmm. on me. And no, exactly. No, I felt yeah. the exact same way. Or even, like you said, the race issues when they come up. When we talk about race, and I've had a couple of classes where we talk about it, and, like, I was like, oh, I don't want to be that black girl mm-hmm. that is outspoken about issues. I just had a class, communication law, and he asked us, what do you guys want to protest? If you could protest right now, what would you protest? And I was going to say black lives, but I was like, I don't want that to be my image. So I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Because I didn't want them to think, oh, here's the angry black girl. Every time we're going to hey, talk about them, she's going to be... I feel like I've been that to people for so long. The angry black girl? Because, because I say it. Because I'm like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes so real. many people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I look like the angry black girl. I'm like, mm-hmm. if you're going to ask me about a cause I support, I could support a million causes. But currently, this is what's on the highest of mm-hmm. my agenda. And of and course, it's like, it is. Sometimes... What I've noticed about myself is I won't be the initiator, but if you say some dumb shit, I'm gonna call you out on it though. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna call you out on it. And I don't mind having those conversations. But I didn't wanna come off like I remember real quick before we end, I remember we we had a big like town hall meeting because we had a lot of racial issues going on and a lot of this color, the students of color put together this thing. We had our president there talk about racial issues, whatever, whatever. And one of my professors, actually, you know what? 
I do have a professor that I that I admire and respect here. He was like, Ashley, do you mind speaking at the forum or whatever? And I was like, yeah, no problem. So I spoke on how racial issues are important. And we have a big Saudi-like group here as well, a lot of international students. So I said, you know, if you're going to stand up for black rights, you also need to stand next to your brothers who are immigrants and we need to work together. After that, I was like, fuck. Now people view me as this like activist and now they're not gonna be comfortable enough to come and like talk to me. But it's like, would I even want a racist talking to me in the first place? You know, like would I want somebody who feels, like I don't want anybody ignorant coming to me anyway, but I was like, oh no, then certain people are gonna feel like, oh God, here goes the fighter or whatever, whatever. I was like, I did, I didn't want that image. The champion for like, of the black people. Exactly, I didn't want to be yeah. that champion or they look at me like any issue that happens in class or she's gonna go and report it if it has to do with, I was like, oh Jesus Christ. So it's a lot of internalized issues, but <laughs> definitely being black and in college is, is a whole other experience it's altogether. It's so hard, like... I don't know. That's that. It's hard as fuck. Man. It's just period. College altogether mm-hmm. is hard. So you're definitely gonna go back next semester. Yeah. No, I'm not next. I'll be back in the summer. So I'm taking my summer classes during sessions. I like that because they're shorter, so I don't have to yeah. stay like months, and I can get them shits done. Yeah. So when you go, are you going to be doing online classes mostly, or do you want to no, like doing class. go back and yeah, doing class? Because I'm definitely over the online classes too. Because I want you know, some type of college experience, right. you know what I mean? So I would like to be in the class. Right. And now, I mean, I'm older in my, you know, program, so they're getting harder and I want to be in class for all that, so. Yeah. Okay, sweetie, thank you so much for talking to me, Anytime. being honest and all of that. Cool. I really hope this helps some of you guys. Well, actually, most of my friends are already in college, but I always tell people whenever I go back to my high school, you know, those seniors, school is not for everybody. College is not for everybody. And if you truly do not know what the fuck you want to do with your life, sit this just one out. Take, just take a second. Take a second and figure it out because it's a lot of time and money wasted. Mm-hmm. Or it's a lot of classes you have to make up because you keep switching your major. Mm-hmm. Well, I love you, sweetie. Thank you so much for doing this. Bye. Bye.